Once again, it's time for another episode of the Plastic Scale Modeling Hour, talk radio for scale modelers. Sponsored by Grex Airbrush. Grex Airbrush, the evolution in perfection. This is episode number 66, published September 20th, 2013. On this episode, we chat with David from Evans Design and the former editor of Aerospace Modeler Magazine, Billy Chrysler. That and more, right after this message from our sponsor. I am Hawkeye and I am a Grex Airbrush owner and have been using my Grex Airbrush long before they became a sponsor of the Plastic Scale Modeling Hour. If you haven't tried a Grex Tritium Series Airbrush yourself to feel for yourself its intuitive and easy to use and hold pistol style grip and smooth action trigger, you are missing out using an airbrush that provides comfort and control whether you are doing fine lines or broad coverage. The Tritium offers its users options such as versatile paint reservoir sizes so you have the right size paint cup for the amount of paint you're using. The interchangeable fluid nozzles and quick fit needle and crown caps make fast and easy reconfiguration of the airbrush for any task. Grex Airbrush, the evolution in perfection. For this episode, Ruby, our mobile studio, is in Minnesota at the world headquarters of Draw Decal. Greg was kind enough to invite us to set up here for a couple of days as we journey east back towards Wisconsin. Along the way, we stopped in to see another Minnesota resident, our friend and frequent guest, Frank Cuden. We spent a very enjoyable but short visit with Frank and his lovely wife, chatting about everything, including modeling. Be sure to visit the Squawk Box page to see some of the pictures I snapped while at Frank's place. We continue on this episode by sharing with you a couple of interviews that I recorded at the 2013 IPMS National Convention in Colorado. After that, I'll tell you about my visit with the Black Hills Scale Modelers. Well, one of the vendors here at the IPMS Nationals in Loveland, Colorado has a different light on things. And that's David from Evan Designs. You provide some really fantastic options for scale modelers who want to illuminate their model. Tell us about your products. Okay, we are, our uh, L- lights are LED style, and that, that means that they're um, they last a long time. And a lot of people are replacing their older uh, lights with LEDs because of uh, the advantages that LEDs have. Um, they don't generate heat, unlike your uh, your older uh, incandescent bulbs. Uh, they um, they're nice and bright, very true colors, um, and then um, they, they are. The larger bulbs are encased in epoxy so that they uh, you won't have um, they won't fail over time due to uh, the filament failing. And we have a lot of options like colors, sizes, and they go down to a very small size so you can fit them in your, even your smallest projects. And we're talking small that you could just uh, if you're doing say a 148 scale instrument panel, you actually have a bulb that would be probably almost in scale with the light on the inside of that instrument brazil. So guys, if you're looking to illuminate your model and give it a little more character, and if you go back a couple of years uh, here at the convention, uh, we, our friend John Votek, who did his F-15, 
and all the illumination that he put in that and how it made that aircraft just stand out. Uh, and this isn't just for model aircraft, this is for die cast, if you want to convert your die cast, model railroading, uh, buildings, structures, pretty much anything that you want to illuminate. And as he said, as David says, lots of colors. Uh, you've got the greens, red, blue, yellow, white, and you probably can come up with other colors like oranges, uh, if you want to do safety lights, stuff like that. One of the big advantages for your plastic modeler was that they have very low uh, current draw, so that that's really important if you're using a battery, so that it'll last a long time before you need to replace the batteries. For instance, uh, a typical uh, AAA battery will run uh, three or ten LEDs for about a day and a half before you have to, have to you know, replace the battery, and that's if you just plug, turn on the switch and let it run for the full day and a half. And again, you have uh, everything you need here. You've got the switches, you've got the lights, you've got the wiring, uh, some other accessories. And as far as batteries, you could run as something as small as a watch battery all the way up to a 9 volt. And I imagine if somebody was really uh, needing a lot more voltage or a lot more duration, you could probably come up with some kind of a transformer that they could run on 110. Yeah, we have transformers for either 3 volt or 9, uh, 12 volt, and that will let you use, sit your desktop project down and let it run at your desk indefinitely. Now, if anybody wants to learn more, we can, uh, we'll put the link on the show page as we usually do, but it's modeltrainsoftware.com. That's all one word, modeltrainsoftware.com. Uh, visit his website, take a look at some of the pictures, and yours truly uh, has uh, ordered some uh, light sets here for himself, and I'm going to be doing, uh, uh, and we'll be blogging about it on the, on the show page as well as on the Squawk Box page. I'm going to do a UH-1. And I'm going to, in the 132nd scale, and I'm going to illuminate it both inside and out. So, uh, David, thanks for, you got any last words, I should say? Oh, yeah, a great, great place to go on the website when you first visit it is a, the gallery. And at the top of the website, there's a tab that says gallery, and people send me pictures of all their models that they make. And uh, so you can see uh, what other people do with the LEDs, and that will probably get you ideas for what you could do. Well, again, you know, we've, we've seen a long progression in scale modeling. We went uh, different decals, uh, aftermarket resin pieces, photo etched. Well, now I think uh, because the technology's allowed us to shrink the bulbs down, uh, provide them in different uh, values of brightness, uh, it's just that next step. It's something I think more and more people have been stopping at your table uh, looking to add that to their, to their project. Great. All right, well, thanks a lot. More of the program right after these messages. That's right, Chippy. Zeron tools are the perfect choice for our hobby and craft projects. They are made here in the USA. They are quality tools that offer the highest precision as well as comfort and durability. Let's not forget about their excellent warranty. Yes, Chippy, you have your own special needs, which Zeron tool provides the best and most affordable solution for. And we know you demand only the very best. Zeron tools are available from most hobby and craft stores. Visit Zeron.com today. Zeron is spelled X-U-R-O-N. We want to thank Zeron tools for being a supporter of the Plastic Scale Modeling Hour. Since 1945, Revell has been the leader in plastic scale model kits. Their designers are passionate about scale model authenticity and model building. 
Ravel offers a huge selection of accurately detailed cars, trucks, ships, aircraft, spacecraft, plus much, much more. To learn more about Ravel and its products, visit their website, Ravel.com. Be sure to like their Facebook page, too. Pick up a Ravel kit today, and soon you'll be saying, I made that. VideoWorkbench.com is the place to learn to build and paint model kits like an expert. Hosted by award-winning hobbyist and owner of Video Workbench, Jason Garris, his videos show how to achieve top-quality, contest-winning results and demonstrates how anyone can make great-looking scale model kits no matter the age or skill level. Join VideoWorkbench.com and Jason Garris on Facebook, YouTube, Blip.tv, and iTunes to learn the latest tips, tools, and techniques. That's the theme that introduces the Big Man Jump program. If Big Man music makes your scale modeling time more enjoyable, join me, Don Kennedy, for Big Man Jump. After listening to this week's episode of the Plastic Scale Modeling Hour Talk Radio for Scale Modelers, click on the BBJ icon to join me for the latest edition of Big Man Jump. We welcome your attendance. Now more of my interview with this week's guest. The strange people you run into at the IPMS National Convention. I'm standing here next to our friend, Dr. Billy Chrysler. <laughs> and Billy is the editor of Aerospace Modeler Magazine. Former editor of Aerospace Modeler Magazine. But uh, I think we're going to start possibly seeing a return of Aerospace Modeler Magazine. I'm here um, doing a survey to see what the level of interest is and renewing some old friendships and seeing if those strategic partnerships could still be in play. And uh, I can tell you that uh, it's been very positive uh, the whole time. Uh, and, and a lot of the, uh, the issues that we were concerned about trying to overcome, the, the solutions are all in this room. And we're, we're, you're exploring some uh, different technology for options to publish it. Uh, we could see this. Basically, the way we felt about it was we had the, 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 the model for the magazine's content down. We, we felt like we had that right. The only real problem we've got left is figuring out how to put it in the hands of the people who want it in the way they want to have it. And we're going to figure out how to do that. And with the interest that we're seeing here at the convention, uh, for people who never saw Aerospace Modeler Magazine previously, and those who are familiar with it, the enthusiasm is the same. It's been very high. We've actually got uh, the issue that had been ready to send to the printer when we collapsed a few years ago. Um, that's already in our pocket, our intention is to have at least two more and maybe three more before we send the first one to press. Our ambition is to never be late again. Well, that's that's a worthy goal, and I think that would be a appreciable goal for the subscribers. Yeah. Overall, your impressions with this convention? I think it's the best run convention I've seen in the last 10 years. Everybody's having a great time. Wish there'd been a few more decal makers here, but apart from that, a lot of uh, new vendors, uh, a lot of new products. Um, it, it, I haven't heard a bad word in the hallway yet. It's just been very pleasant. Food's been great. The venue's been great. Um, 
And I think the vendors this year are all very positive. They've had good days starting with day one, which is usually a slow day. Yep. Uh, there was a little lag yesterday afternoon, but I think that was because everybody was trying to get in the model room before the judges went in. Yep. Uh, the room closed for judging. But today, the last day, it's busy. Uh, I've specifically been asking all the vendors how they're doing and the, the response. I've yet to have anybody tell me that it's been slow. Uh, even some uh, vendors that are here for the first time uh, who've never come here are just, they're seeing increased white space on their table, and that's because sales have been brisk. Yeah. So they'll, they're looking forward to the next convention. The, the vendor room has been very comfortable. There's there's uh, adequate room between the tables so people can get by. I haven't seen anybody fall down yet from tripping over somebody else. That's unusual. And, I mean, the, the convention, as far as from a vendor's perspective, we actually have the ability to have uh, order a meal in the morning and have it delivered to our booth so we don't have to venture away and leave it unattended. So there's a lot of nice little touches they did this year for vendors, and it's very much appreciated. I was. I was at some of the early planning meetings they did, and the guys in Denver and Colorado Springs were just asking all the right questions. What what did we like from the previous conventions? What were the things that were that were causing problems, and how can we not do that again? Uh, and they they spent a lot of time thinking hard before they started working hard, and it, it's it's very obviously paying off. And I bet there'll be a lot of lessons learned for uh, the conventions in the future here. Of course, I'm seeing all my friends. There's there's Jeff. Yeah, we've seen a lot of people, a lot of faces that we have. The only time we ever really get to see them is at convention, and it's uh, always fun to reestablish those friendships and see how people are doing. Oh, it, it, this, that's the the uh, dining area over here is really large. It's like two big bars. It, it's it, they're they're full of people talking and, and enjoying each other's company. It's it's really been good. Well. We hope to uh, see uh, aerospace modeler uh, grace our presence. It'll be under soon. it'll be under another name. It'll be under I'll another to, name. I'll have to reincorporate and do th some things differently. The key thing we're going to try to when we start is instead of doing it as a quarterly, we'll do it as a journal. It, there'll still be four issues a year, but we're not going to try to kill ourselves with holding to a 90-day cycle time. You might get, you know, two in four months, but there'll be four a year. We'll work all that out, and we we learned a lot in the two and a half years we worked before about what 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 works, what people want, how to keep from killing ourselves while doing it, and uh, all that's written down. And we're not gonna we're not gonna reinvent that wheel. Well, we're both on a new journey. Yes, we are. And, uh, <laughs> Can I tell you about my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But we're both on a new journey, and I think we're both looking at uh, you know a, a very a very pleasant journey, indeed. Before I go any further, our prayers go out to those in any way touched by the recent natural disasters in Colorado. We spent two weeks in Loveland taking side trips to the surrounding area, including Estes Park, traveling to and from through the Big Thompson River Canyon. It's hard to believe what has happened since we were there. As I mentioned on previous shows, our goal is to stop and visit as many clubs, events, milers, and retailers, and others associated with this great hobby. So during our recent stay in the Black Hills of South Dakota, we extended our stay so I could visit with the Black Hills Scale Modelers at their monthly chapter meeting. Before the meeting, I contacted the chapter president who let everyone know I would be there. Unfortunately, September is one of those tweener months, a time between summer and fall where the weather may or may not be suitable for summer outdoor activities. School is back in session, and so many other activities happen in our lives. 
Well, I did attend the meeting and was joined by two of the chapter's members, and we talked about scale modeling. However, a good portion of our time was spent, as veterans often do, sharing our stories. Guys, I hope to return at a time of the year when more of you can make the meeting. We love the Black Hills, and we will be back. As part of our travels, it looks as if we'll be brand ambassadors promoting and demoing some excellent hobby products. More details on that in the near future. Our journey has us returning to Wisconsin for a few weeks. Then we point Ruby southeast towards Florida. Along the way, we'll see what new adventures there are for us. And we'll take up with some of those personal invites from friends and fellow modelers. And we'll be sure to stop and visit when we can. If you want to see where we are and where we are going next, visit usa-rvnomads.com. That's usa-rvnomads.com. To see images I have captured while on this adventure, visit imagesbyhawkeye.com. Be sure to like our Facebook pages too. We post a lot of pictures and links there as well. Well, that's it for this episode. It's a short episode, but uh, we're working to get uh, more content and more episodes to you as quickly and effectively as we can. If you want to be a guest or suggest a guest, if you want to promote your scale modeling event organization or to learn how you can support or sponsor this program, contact us by email. Our address is mailbag at theplasticscalemodelinghour.com. Fellow scale modeling enthusiasts, remember, it's not the workbench that makes the model. It is the modeler at the workbench. This is Hawkeye. It's been once again my great pleasure bringing you another episode of The Plastic Scale Modeling Hour, talk radio for scale modelers. The Plastic Scale Modeling Hour is produced, copyrighted, and syndicated by Voight Media. The reproduction or rebroadcasting of this program is prohibited without the written consent of Voight Media. Until next time, see ya! So